0: Libra. Libra, Libra, Gemini, Gemini, Libra, my name is Tracy.
1: Libra, my name is Devin.
0: Gemini, my name is Marcy.
1: Welcome back, everybody. We're glad to have you guys. We have a special guest this week. uh, Greg, he's a friend to the show. He's going to be participating in the segments today. Welcome,
2: Greg. Welcome. Thank
1: you. Thank you for having me. So glad to have you. (laughs) Um, What we're going to do with all of our guests, we're going to do rapid questions. So we all came up with a question that we're going to ask you, and we just want you to answer it without giving any background. So first thing that comes to mind. So let's go ahead and get it
3: started
2: I will start with mine This is Marcy the Gemini And I want to know what your idea of a good first date is
3: Oh, a good first date Um, I could A great conversation Some Spiritual libations okay. and, and just a good night Okay, yeah. spiritual libations Okay, right,
4: come uh, on <laughs>
3: <laughs> Where they sell <saw>
1: that at? <laughs>
0: Tracy the Libre, anyway the other Libre. So my question to you is, what is one of your favorite meals to cook?
3: Mm. Oh, well, I've been trying lately to cook my mom's jambalaya.
0: Mm. Mm.
3: But it it just doesn't come out the same. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nothing comes out like your mom's. No, yeah. oh
1: you, I think you need like their pots and pans I to think really so, like because it gets so that
2: season. Yeah, yes. it has yes. that
1: extra yes. flavor in there. So if yes. you forgot yes. the onion potter, you know in the pot. Some residue. There's some residue.
2: <laughs> and another thing is like she
3: didn't measure anything.
2: Right. Oh, right. oh my goodness. Right. I tell my mom same. the same thing. She'll yes. just do a flick of the wrist like yeah. <laughs> and i'm yes. like okay and it's seasoned perfect yeah
1: yes mm-hmm. we, we have the eye for it we yeah just things like no nah, they need a little bit more black pepper
2: okay like, yeah. Throw a little bit in there <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> okay now i have a question for you greg what is your most memorable birthday like what did you do
3: okay for my 21st birthday um i went to brazil Oh, wow. That was oh, my wow. first time Jeez. leaving the country.
1: Okay, at 21. And
3: I had a great time, but I didn't tell anyone I left the country. So my mother was so I upset know she with was. me when I came back. <laughs> what um, part of Brazil did you go to?
2: I went to Rio. Oh, okay.
3: Yeah, I went to Rio, and I had a great time.
2: Good. Yeah. Good you. Yeah. yeah.
3: I would be
1: in trouble to this day. Oh, yeah,
2: day. right now today. Like, well,
1: you well. went out of the country, not just didn't out of state, but did
2: not tell me, though. Right.
1: Like, they called for your birthday, <laughs> no. and you didn't answer? Like, how did... Ooh, I don't no. know. Right. Sorry. No, this
2: is, this is how
3: we're, bad it got. I lived in Jacksonville, Florida at the time, mm-hmm. and my mom moved to Savannah, Georgia. Mm-hmm. That's like a two-and-a-half-hour drive. Mm-hmm. When I came back to Jacksonville, Florida... My mom was at my house. I know she oh. was. She was did at the she door. Did she I the bell know bell? she was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was pacing my driveway, and I was like, I don't know if I should just pull up and stop, because she looks upset. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> she looks. Oh, man. She let you have it for hours. Um, I would have did I it. Get it drive-by. I did it,
1: though. I, I
0: did did get it. that. Yeah.
1: That's rude. Sorry.
3: (laughs) He called him rude. It was like a a one-in-a-lifetime chance. I was like, if I don't do this now, I'm not going to do it. Right. I did it, but then I kind of paid for it. Yeah. (laughs) How did you
2: fare with the um, different languages?
3: Well, um, a lot of... Well, my dad is uh my dad is afro-cuban so oh, okay. Oh, okay yeah so with spanish and portuguese it's, it's very similar, similar. Yeah. yeah so some things i could pick up
2: yeah oh, okay. okay
3: and other things i was like whoa i don't I'm
2: not i sure have no idea it. what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> here's right. a piece of paper okay? right you know, it we do draw signs. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but cool we're definitely excited that you joined us today thank you for um, yes we want to you know continue with everything. So what happened with you this week, Marcy? So
2: this week again, work, work is a lot. Nice. I am so grateful and thankful for it. We we're working a lot of overtime, but the positive, I'm trying what I've tried to do actually, this is also what I did this week. I've tried to change my thinking about certain things and that when things that I deem are bad, quote unquote, happen, I try to see the beauty in it. So, for example, we got inundated with a bunch of work this week. But the beautiful part, and Tracy can attest because she's on my team, our team, that's not my team, um, we all worked together beautifully. And when I say I am so pleased, I'm going to shout out Jessica, Dina, and Tracy, we worked together so well this week that it was – like, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be a part of this team. And it was a lot of work. I'm Tracy's doing my cases. I'm doing Dina's cases. Dina's doing Jessica. <laughs> Jessica's doing everybody. Like, yeah. we all were helping uh, each yes. other out. And it, Shout wasn't, out ladies. it wasn't a, oh, God, I, have, I already have all this stuff. It was, what do you need help with? Yeah. I got you.
0: And everybody reached out and says, "I need help." Yeah, and then everybody would get, "Okay, I got you. I got you." So.
2: Yeah,
1: which is funny that you mentioned that you guys were slams. I jumped in and did cases. That's too, right. So that's you know, right.
0: oh yeah, that's right. You we're did. A support system.
2: I okay, for thank you, yeah. David. <laughs> 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 Hello. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that that honestly changed how I view things. So that was what happened with me this week. Awesome. What Tracy? about
0: you? Okay, yeah. for me. um... Because I've been having back pain, this is the funny part. The place where I go get my water last the last week when I went, it was closed, and I was like, "Okay, why is it closed?" Found out why it was closed. But um, so there's another place like right across the street from it. So I went to that place. It's called Divine H2O, and so it's in Sherman Oaks. And um, I went in there and I got my water and stuff. You know, the energy is really good. She has crystals everywhere. She's real dope. Last, yesterday, my back, my back started hurting really bad. So I went in there to go get water. And this guy came in like right after me, like, it, like maybe five minutes after me. And he was like, oh, do you need help with that? Because, you know, the way I was walking and stuff. And then he started talking to me. See, the universe put me there for a purpose. Right. So his name is Sean. I'm going to see if I can get his last name right. Is D-R-E-B-E-N. Draben. 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 Okay, so he has this machine, and so I'm going to give you a little bit about him. Okay, um, he's an expert fitness, health, and wellness person. He specializes in PEMF, which is a pulsed electromagnetic, electromagnetic, sorry, um, field treatment. Okay, um, the goal is to promote healing, wellness, without pharmaceuticals or drastic medical um, invention, intervention. Helping you reach optimal health. Optimum. I said optimal. Lord have mercy. Optimal is a good Same word, thing, too. Same okay? yeah. um, thing, Athletic performance and recovery from injury and illness. I'll give you guys his website information when I'm done. But he put this thing on me. He put it on my back. Like, because I, I was kind of skeptical for a minute, but I was like, why am I skeptical? I said, I said that morning, I said, I need something to help me with my back because it, it was hard for me to bend and everything. It was bad.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So he put that on my back for like 10, 10, 15 minutes. I felt warmth and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Then he goes, I need to put it over your head. Something's telling me to put it over your head. Now he's connected. He has that energy feeling. So he put it over my head and everything and I was like, I, my energy went up and everything as I was talking to him. And so I'm telling you, when I got up, it felt so much better. But as the day progressed, it got better and better it's even better now even though it still hurts a little bit it's even better now so i'm gonna go back for treatment with him the first treatment was free Uh so just so you know i can see what it's like but i am going to go back for treatment with him and his website information is sean s-h-a-w-n well let me just redo this the website is s-h-a-w-n-d-r-e-b-e-n.com You can get, like, you know, if you want more information on the the system and what it does and all that kind of stuff, you can look it up on that website because it, I'm telling you guys, it helped me, and it helped me pinpoint where my pain was coming from. It wasn't actually coming from my back. It's coming from my knee. Mm. Because once it started to subside, my knee started feeling a certain way, and I was like, oh, it's coming from here. And you do have here. knee issues. <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. So it was interesting how Breaking that Breaking your fascia. We talked about those. Well. Mm hmm.
1: <laughs> well, no, I like that because it also tells you, you know, sometimes when you do have an injury, you know how to manipulate your body so that you don't put a lot of pressure mm-hmm. on there. So maybe you're not adding that pressure on your knee was actually adding the pressure towards your back. Well,
0: I wasn't, I didn't feel it. My pain it was the pain was in my back. So I didn't realize no, this, it was my knee oh, okay. until the pain started going away here. Cause he even mentioned it. He says once the, the pain will move, then you'll find like it'll move one two th- about the third time you'll know what it is, and and then I started filling it right here and I was like, it's my knee. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, I've got to go back to him because it, it just really it really helped me, you guys. It Where's really he located? Did. Um, he goes to the um the Divine H Two O in Sherman Oaks. Oh, it's okay. on Van, it's on a it's on Van Nuys and Ventura. Okay, okay, yeah, really good. It's over there by El Toritos. And, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm
3: greg okay my week was it was busy um Mm -hmm. like i said well on my job we're going through a transition so they're moving people to where they see their supposed strengths would be Mm -hmm. and so i was doing i was doing appeals and i got moved over to grievances Mm -hmm. and first i was like Oh my god grievances! Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ Why me (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) But then I saw that um, There were people That really Needed help Mm -hmm. It was like They were late With their prescriptions Mm -hmm. Um, Even some That was given The wrong prescription Like we So I was able To straighten that out For them And get their their Medication That's good Yes I was like Maybe I was supposed to Supposed Being. to be there. I was supposed yeah. to be there. To help. Agreed. Yeah. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. See, and then you were conscious enough to see that. Yeah. Instead mm-hmm. of getting caught up in the why am I doing these? Yeah. You saw the beauty in it.
3: Yeah. Well, I did get caught up in that for a moment, but one of my, one of the members, she was like, oh my God, thank you so much. You're the only person that helped me. I've talked to like five other people, and I'll, I just lost track. Wow. So
0: you went and above said, and beyond. Yeah. Oh, That's
3: yeah. Good. So. Good
0: job, Gemini. <laughs> Gemini. Oh yeah, by the way, he's a Gemini too. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. this, this show is two <laughs> is Libras and two Gemini. Okay. Today. Today. Bring
1: it. <laughs> well, this week was pretty interesting for me. So we know we had that issue at the Capitol. Yeah. Um, you know, last week, I actually learned something. Um, I wanted to actually give a shout out to Eugene Goodman. I don't know if you guys saw yes. that video. The
2: security guard? Or, yeah, or was he a, a, cop. a cop? okay. He's
1: a cop from Maryland. And when I originally saw the video, it looked like he was being S- like bombarded or, by yeah. the white thugs. Yeah. And they were just charging at him. And come to find out, he was actually derailing them yes. to another location because the Congress um, staff wasn't yet safe. So when I originally saw it, I was just thinking about, dang, he don't have no protection. He's just there by himself. Yeah. And it, he, he was the one that, you know, was like backing up. Was he
0: going upstairs? Yeah. Oh,
2: and you could actually see that where they were, the door was open still. Man. It was still open. So had they looked... They could have all bum rushed that room.
1: So when I originally saw it, that was the first thing that I was right. talking about. Was like, man, I couldn't imagine being him. Right. But what I find, you know, inspiring is that he did out of everything that was going on, he was able to think about his job, mm-hmm. like we've just been talking about, and find out what was really important and try to like get them out of there right. in any way that he could. What's also cool is he's gonna get a congressional gold medal which is wow. something that it's the highest On civilian ever. award that you can receive in the United States. So shout out again yes. to Eugene Goodman yes. from Maryland. Yes.
2: Well
0: done. <laughs>
1: yes. Well done. And now, the love vibration.
0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the love vibration. How's everybody doing? Everybody's doing good. Doing
4: well.
1: Everybody we doing good. well.
0: Um, before I begin... <laughs> <laughs>
1: And whatnots. And
0: whatnots. Now, I have to correct something I said last week when I mentioned Sodom and Gomorrah. I stated it was Jesus, but it was actually Lot. So forgive me, people, for that mistake. (laughs) We all make
2: mistakes. I co-signed it. But if you
0: want to read the story, you can go to Genesis 19, the chapter 19, and Mm -hmm. you'll be able to read the story. And you'll see what I was talking about. So with that being said i'm um, going into my segment uh, the next part of my segment in this journey of love through the first uh, corinthians 13 4 through 8 is um love is kind mm. so kind equals the quality of being friendly generous and considerate um affection gentleness warmth concern and care are associated with kindness. While kindness has a condemnation of meaning someone is naive or weak, that is not the case. Being kind often requires courage and strength. Kind, generous, kind-hearted, kindly, imply a sympathetic attitude towards others and a willingness to do good or give pleasure Kind the impl- kind implies a deep-seated characteristic shown either habitually or on a on occasion by considerate behavior. So, I'm gonna ask you guys. You gonna go first, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell me what did you demonstrate this week mm-hmm. regarding kindness? Um, you know. Regard mm-hmm. kindness through love. Like, it's love is kindness. So, what did you demonstrate this week?
3: Oh, this week. Well, I do have a neighbor that is somewhat annoying. <laughs> <laughs> like, He's like straight up. <laughs> Let's yeah, keep it real. somewhat <laughs> annoying. He's loud and he annoys everybody. Mm-hmm. And he likes to make a big We have this security system that was just installed in our building. So now we have little key fobs to open every door. Mm-hmm. So, he forgot his key fob and he was basically stuck in the garage. He couldn't get to his department. <laughs> he couldn't get to the door. Like, he was just trapped. Everybody ignored him.
2: <laughs> they just left him there. They left him there because
3: he is no like, business. he's really, I mean, I get him. He's obnoxious. So, so everybody left him there. So I was decided not only to let him in, and I gave him his packages. They were sitting on the floor because now they're not delivering because of COVID. Mm-hmm. They're not really delivering, so they just throw the packages by the mailroom like, there you go, good mm-hmm. luck. Yeah. Right. So I gave him his packages, and I let him back into the building. That was very kind. Yeah, that was, it was very kind. Because no one, no one wanted to be bothered or touch him at all. Aww, Aww, that, that was, was an sweet. act of kindness.
0: Yeah. Oh, you showed love through kindness. There you go. Yes. Marcy? Um,
2: For me, I went to the grocery store this week, and there was an elderly woman there. And she was just scooting along in the parking lot. This is after we had gone to the grocery store. Scooting along with her basket, just, I mean, poor little thing. I I could tell she was, I mean, she had to probably be at least 90. Really frail, Mm -hmm. back hunched over, Mm -hmm. and she had all these groceries. And nobody helped her out, which normally they say, can I help? I mean, I could have one bag and they will be like, do you need help out? Uh Nobody helped this woman. So she was like looking at the basket Uh and looking at her car. Uh Like, how am I going to do this? So I was like, do you need help? And then she was, and of course, Kilo sees me, my dog, and he's in the car barking. So I'm like, (laughs) wait a minute, pootie, hold on. And I'm looking at her, can I help you? And she was like, oh, yes. Do you mind helping me? And I said, um. I would be happy to, and she did have a whole bunch of groceries. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, love. But it, and then she tried to give me a tip. She tried to give me. She, I mean, it was a dollar, but <laughs> they was, still uh,
1: think dollars go a yes, long they way. Think, yes. Bless their heart. Yes, I said, yes. you know yes. what? You're
2: right. <laughs> and I told her, I said, you're gonna need. You may need that. So, it's fine. I'm happy to have helped you. And she was like, oh, thank you so much. Thank you. And she just was thanking me profusely. I I, I don't know what I would have done. And I was like, it's no problem. And I'm trying, you know, you're trying to leave. And she's still, like, trying to make conversation. And Kilo's having a heart attack, barking because he could see me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, all right. So, that was my act of kindness That was nice. Thank you. That was really nice. Divine
1: kindness hmm no I'm just kidding <laughs> um I've mentioned this the last episode where I was practicing patience and not always you know giving my experience right away so that friend is still going through some stuff and they're preparing to move so I've volunteered my time now I don't have a lot of time but I volunteered mm-hmm. my time to kind of help him look for an apartment mm-hmm. or kind of get that stuff figured out because this would be like his first time actually going completely on his own. Mm-hmm. And I remember like how that felt, not for sure, like what area and how do you set things up? So I'm, you know, being kind by volunteering my time to see, you know, maybe Especially I can help you find when something. your time
2: is limited and you find time to yes. help other people that you care about. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was kind, very kind.
1: What about you, Tracy? <laughs> yes.
0: Mine wasn't all that, but, <laughs> <laughs> but basically I just help somebody with like, um, when i went to the store i had a coupon and i wasn't going to use the coupon but they were getting something that they could use the coupon for mm. so i just i offered the coupon to them you know that like here nice. you know so they can that save, a little save money. some money uh-huh. because it's like you know right now especially, especially right now a lot yeah. of people we do need to save money and everything you know what yeah, i'm saying especially and right now exactly and i do want everybody to please participate Get send us messages of what you've done this week, you know, through, you know, showing love through kindness. Just drop us a line. Tell us what you did, you know, because it, it's very nice to know. And it's we need a lot more of love through yes. kindness, love through patience, you know, all that. And so.
2: hearing that, because words are energy, it's a vibration. It's a love vibration, mm-hmm. pun intended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs>
2: so hearing the positive things that you all are doing is going to lift up. Us as well, and
0: the other people that are watching or yeah, listening, listening. Or, or, yeah, you know, come across our podcast. So, appreciate that. So, in with that being all said, I guess this segment is over. <laughs> <laughs> I bid you all love and light, light, light,
3: light, the pause, 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 pause.
1: This week on the pause. but no i i felt it was time to talk about something a little serious that we probably don't always understand and we definitely don't talk about as a community um post-traumatic stress disorder it's one of the most misunderstood mental conditions that i am aware of and this is just from research that i've been doing on this segment um i know greg he wanted to kind of give us a little foundation on
3: ptsd
1: you want to go ahead and take that ball
3: sure okay um ptsd stands for post-traumatic stress disorder um it's a psychiatric disorder it happens in people who have witnessed or experienced traumatic events such as like a natural disaster terrorist terrorist act or as such um, also we have our symptoms of ptsd such as intruding thoughts or racing thoughts or having flashbacks to that dramatic event mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and also um, another symptom is avoidance such as not wanting to talk about the event or just Totally blocking it out of your memory, like okay. totally forgetting about it. And one more is, um, let's see here, uh, alterations in arousing and arousal.
2: <laughs> it's okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this is, um, for us to, it's like overcompensating instead if um, you're trying to, uh, somebody's trying to talk about it with you you might get irritable mm-hmm. you may have angry outbursts mm-hmm. or things of that nature so it's um it's pretty misunderstood but it's like super it's so common that mm-hmm. you you really don't recognize it you really don't recognize that you that you have it mm-hmm.
1: And what was interesting is what I found out. So the Mayo Clinic defines PTSD exactly how Greg explained it. They also tell us that in 1980, that's when the American Psychiatric Association, also known as APA, they added PTSD to their um, third edition of Diagnostic and um, s- t- Excuse Me Statistical Manual. So from think about all the wars that we had prior to 1980. Mm-hmm. So we had all those individuals that kind of experienced a lot of hardship and trauma. Um, think about it, like shooting killings and things like that. That's traumatic to see, especially if you've never seen it before. They never fully had been diagnose, diagnosed with PTSD. Mm-hmm. So they more than likely struggled with trying to figure out, like, what is actually going on with me? And since it's a mental condition, you really, don't know exactly how to explain it to someone who hasn't experienced that situation. Right. Um, which made me think about it. So I was wondering, when did you guys hear about PTSD? When did you guys notice it? Or what do you know about it?
2: Well, this is Marcy speaking. When I was um, a youth, I was like, I want to say like 19. I was a mother of a two year old. And I w- I think I expressed this last episode. I was a battered woman. And so my mom made me go to counseling with somebody here where I live, and as I, I, like at first I would just sit there, like literally sit there for the whole hour with my arms crossed, like. And then my mom, when I would go home, would be like, "Okay, we're paying this lady, so you need to yeah. <laughs> you need to get it out, like talk to her." So yeah. when I start, when I would start talking to her, um, she expressed to me that what I was demonstrating was post-traumatic stress disorder because of what i had gone through and i was really um combative too about wanting to talk about it which did you just say yeah um and i right now i'm just learning that affiliation with it um so i would to answer your question i would say when i was like 19 19. that's when i first learned about it okay
3: what about you
1: trace
0: i was younger when i first heard about it but it was due to like watching movies and stuff like that and That's how I kind of learned about PTSD.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> I um, graduated um, high school, and right when I graduated in September, we had 9/11. So I'm freshman in college. <clears throat> That's when I started to see like certain signs of people that might have PTSD. And plus, when they went to Iraq for the war, um, I think that was like 2009, 2010. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's when we started to see people really talk about, oh, I'm suffering from the um, 4th of July celebration where you'll hear uh, fireworks. Mm -hmm. And then that hits you all the way back to Iraq. And then I'm like, oh, okay. So immediately I thought it was only for military. It's Mm -hmm. a military disorder, Mm -mm. which makes sense to me and my young mind. That's not, you know, fully educated. Um, Going back to what Greg said, I noticed that they do clump them into groups. Mm -hmm. So there's four groups for PTSD. So, um, Greg, you talked about avoidance. So that's trying to avoid thinking or talking about the traumatic event. So that's what you're talking about, Mm -hmm. what you experienced when you were 19. Um, Another one is avoiding places, activities, or people that remind you of that traumatic event. Mm -hmm. So think about it. If you for whatever reason was sexually assaulted in the alley, you might not wanna walk in the alley any longer. Or Or if you come close to it, you might start hyperventilating or getting um, anxious. Mm -hmm. Um, Another one that was interesting they talk about is the intrusive memories. So you have the recurrent or unwanted distressing memories of the traumatic event. So you have flashbacks. And I'm talking about extreme flashbacks where you can smell the scent from the incident. Mm -hmm. So going back to what I'm a little familiar with. So say war, you have a flashback or nightmare. You start smelling... um, the the gunpowder residue Mm -hmm. or different things like that, or maybe like the, you know, blood or what have you, that pits you right back into that particular situation. Mm -hmm. Um, Another group that they do have is the negative changes in thinking in your mood. So negative thoughts about yourself or other people are in the world. And you typically see this when people are like, I, I don't think I'm going to be here much longer. Mm -hmm. And when they say that here, meaning like they're not going to live a full life. Mm -hmm. They already shorting in it. They Mm -hmm. have a negative thought about their own livelihood. Right. And the last um, group that they have is the changes in physical and emotional reactions. So the arousal symptoms. So always being on guard, thinking you're in danger. And Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people I always watch their back mm-hmm. like who be, Who behind me who's that yeah
2: yeah, yeah, super vigilant.
1: yeah you, right. you 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 don't like that and i know a lot of people like my dad would tell me and this is more for protection mm-hmm. make sure you're in the back of the room with your back facing everyone right so you can see what's going what's on going and on. kind of prepare yourself that was, so yeah
3: that was my mother's thing mm-hmm. i think it's like a um generational thing
1: Yeah. that's
0: funny because that was just me period I really? always wanted to see Every What's time I went in. somewhere I always wanted to see What was going on In front
3: of me Well my mom She was a, a probation And parole officer So oh, she, she was always She like, knows I, Yeah So I think she did Kind of suffer From a little PTSD mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah I can
2: only imagine What she saw Oh yeah mm-hmm. Yeah
3: Yeah She told me one story um, Cause she was always uh, When we would pull up To a strange house Or somebody's house She was like Don't just hop out the car yet They might have dogs yeah. I was like I'm not scared of anyone's dogs because I've trained dogs before. Mm-hmm. I was like, I am not scared of anyone's dog. And then my mom told me a story that um, she was going to check on one of her parolees. And the girlfriend released the pit bull from the house. So my mom had to jump over a fence and hop on top of her truck mm-hmm. to get away from this dog. So I was like, okay now I get it. That's that's why she's so scared of watching out for dogs. That's
1: interesting, because my neighbors, um, shout out to them, they just moved to Guatemala. I know they're happy. Um, (laughs) But I have my dog, and I'll let my dog, when we get to my hall, I'll take him off his leash and he'll run to our house, Mm because he can smell it. He knows where he lives. He knows, yeah. Um, And this particular day, she was outside and she, like, froze. Literally froze. And I wasn't quite sure why. Mm -hmm. And she was telling me like, when she was younger, she had a they had a bad experience with the dog. So no matter how cute the dog looks, Doesn't it can matter. look super nice. Yeah. I don't do dogs. Right. And dogs I don't do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> go ahead. Oh, I I say, <laughs> go ahead. I
0: apologize. <laughs> 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 I have G-J a question. Clue. I do have a question, though. Mentioning what you guys were saying, like all listening to everybody, <clears throat> it made me think about because I'm afraid of heights. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that comes from though. No. So I'm thinking past life, PTSD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, oh. um, so does that relate is what I'm basically trying. It does. Okay. Yeah. It there's, does.
1: there's some things that I learned, and I will we'll probably touch on it a little bit. But since we're here, there's two different types. So there's PTSD, and then there's complex PTSD. So complex PTSD hasn't yet been diagnosed. It's not in the book. But you'll see that usually when you're younger people suffer from that because it, it's different than having a traumatic event. Um, complex disorders will is something that you kind of learn maybe from your parents. Mm-hmm. So then it develops you in your characteristics. So then you'll see it as far as like um, relationship difficulties, um, hard time with self-esteem, um, mood swings. Um, and those are some of the things that I was like, oh, okay. I can see from maybe some things that I went through as a young kid, it shaped me this particular way, and not, you know, uh, haven't been to a doctor or anything. But you can see how we can all have some form of post-traumatic stress disorder, and even the complex way. So maybe not even knowing maybe when you were younger you know how like when you're young your uncles or somebody they always throw you up in the air Mm -hmm. in all seriousness it could have came from something that you experienced when you were a child i
2: agree with that sentiment too because especially something like that as a child imagine yeah
1: because i've had some traumatic things happen to me Um, When I was a little older So now
3: I know not to mix Liquors Oh that is funny you said that I I had an interesting um, Experience when I worked for a psychiatric hospital It was a lady uh, Oh my god I'm not going to mention her name HIPAA Mm -hmm. reasons Mm -hmm. Um, She constantly brushed her teeth Like nine, ten times a day She's brushing her teeth She has a toothbrush in her mouth And she will also insert stuff inside of her and so, we was just we were like, "Why is she doing this?" And so we found out later that her father molested her while she was a kid. Mm. And so she did all these weird behaviors to ensure that it wouldn't happen again. Mm. And as a result from that, she used to go to the water fountain, brush her teeth over the water fountain. Probably mm.
0: because he made her do something with her mouth.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. And so after that, when I saw that, I didn't touch a water fountain for 10 I, years.
1: Oh,
2: yeah, I can see that because you got her brushing her teeth over water. Yeah, I, I can see that. But you yeah. have to think
1: we that's really sad. have to understand trauma to understand why people do what the they things do. they do. Because trauma is an injury that's caused by an outside or usually violent force are an event, our experience. So we can experience this injury physically, emotionally, psychologically, and even spiritually. Mm-hmm. It can take advantage of us. So now that we kind of talked about it and we have an understanding, like a ground level of it, where do you think PTSD stems from in the black community?
2: Slavery, 100%. Oh,
1: yes, slavery. I I agree, I think slavery is considered like a multi-generational trauma So it's something that continued over years and years and years
2: And you gotta understand, for a pregnant mom, the baby's getting that So then when they get older and they have a baby, that baby's getting that same trauma in their system And it just goes on down the line Yes so we may not have as much as like a first-generational slave had in their system but we are all products of that because well. it's the DNA
0: because it's still carrying things so, like you yes. said our East DNA time, yeah.
3: yeah and as mentioned all it's funny they mention that because <clears throat> when we were kids Um, when we went somewhere our parents always told me don't go running off anywhere right you stay with me Mm -hmm. don't go too far and i didn't think of i was just thinking oh she want to make sure that we're safe Mm -hmm. you know like oh my god nothing's going to happen to us but in their time it was not safe for little black kids to go too far away Mm -hmm. from Mm -hmm. them right Mm -hmm. and so that is still manifested in our dna to this day yeah that's
1: that adaptable behavior Mm -hmm. so I I know I mentioned this book on my radar um, by Dr. DeGru Um, she actually talks about a scenario and I want to pose it to you guys and kind of get your idea of it and then we can talk a little bit more about it so she says imagine it's 2019 you have a black mother and you have a white mother their two sons go to the same school and they find themselves at a school meeting so you know you're in a school meeting you're going to talk to someone that's next to you So the black mother leans over to the white mother and says, I just wanted to mention your son is um, advancing well. And the white mother responds, oh, thank you. And proceeds to brag about her son and his accolades and even mentions how his father is an astronaut. And then the white mother stops because she realized, you know, the black mother, her son is actually doing way better than her son is. Mm -hmm. And she was like, actually your son is exceeding my child and the black mother stops and says well he's a handful he don't pay attention mm-hmm. and didn't kind of praise him but said all negative things
4: mm-hmm. so
1: in my opinion and what Dr. Degruy tells her audience she asks, do you think the black mother is proud of her son
2: mm. from that scenario no Because you're not giving praise where praise is due. She's more focused
0: on the... What he's doing Mm -hmm. wrong.
1: And that's like an adaptable trait, right? Mm -hmm. So you think about it. Let's rewind the time and go back 300 years ago. And you have a white slave owner saying the same thing to the black mother while she's in the fields, And he says, wow, that boy is really coming along. Mm -hmm. The black mother is going to be like... No, he don't listen. He can't work. Mm-hmm. He a little slow. Mm-hmm. You know, because he doesn't she doesn't want her son to be sold. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's what we learned in slavery. Mm-hmm. You transcend that
2: and it keeps carrying. yeah,
1: you tell your your oh siblings God. and it keeps going and going. That's so the mother is proud cause, you know, like let's take it to our reality. Marcy, sometimes you'll be like, "Oh, Devin, are those Georgians or whatever?" They may mm-hmm. be, And I'm like, yeah, they got a scuff right here. Yeah. Immediately, uh-huh. instead of accepting the compliment, I'm telling you what's wrong what's with them. What's wrong it. with them? Yeah. Like your braids look real good right now, Psh, boy. One just fell out right here. <laughs> like we just can't accept we compliments. Just, yeah. Yeah. And it's the adaptable and the survivor behavior that we've been taught. Mm-hmm. So what the slave owner was doing. Or Excuse me, what the mother of, of the, the slave mother was doing. She was doing
0: Protecting
1: survival tactics like you ain't going to sell my kids. Right. I'm going to tell you what they not. So you don't think they're this great and mm-hmm. have them on the panel to be sold. Mm-hmm. But then the adaptable trait is when we come to 2019 and we still see it in a different way. So like you gave me the compliment about my shoes. Are you I gave you a compliment about your dress. You're going to be like, boy, I have this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Instead of just being like, oh, thank you. Right. Isn't that interesting?
2: It's very interesting, interesting that we can't take wow. compliments. Because I do it all the time. Like, straight up, somebody will give me a. Cu- I usually get it. Your hair, even when my hair's, and normally when my hair's the worst, that's when I get the most compliments. <laughs> like, like, when
1: I need to get it done, that's when yeah. I get.
2: And that's what I always say. Your hair looks so good. Oh, thank you. I need to get it done, though. That's always my answer. Um,
1: like I can't, and I, I know I do it myself. I can't accept a compliment yeah. without telling you what isn't right about me. Right. Yes. We're we got to
2: work on that. We that's have a, to. That's a good point.
1: And, and I'm gonna say this a lot through the pause during this season. We are gonna have to unlearn what we've been taught, right. In order to move forward as a community. Right. So I know um, we're probably getting a little too deep into this, but I wanted to let you guys know there are ways to heal from PTSD. <laughs> So there's one, there's two that I wanted to note because I thought it was pretty interesting. So the first one is cognitive processing therapy. Um, I would say Google that, because I'm not gonna talk about it. But the one I'm (laughs) gonna talk about is eye movement desensitization reprocessing, desensitization processing, Uh excuse me. Um, What that is, it's almost like hypnosis. So you're in therapy and you're gonna talk to your therapist about the traumatic experience that you had. all the while the doctor is gonna have like that clock and you're gonna follow it with your eyes. And what you're doing while you're following and talking about the traumatic event, you're reprocessing how your brain reacts to that traumatic event. So you're talking calmly to your doctor, so that's reprocessing your brain. So when that event happens, you aren't so hurt in response to it. You're dealing with it in a different way because you reprogram those brain cells to know this traumatic event yeah, it was traumatic at that particular time, but it doesn't have to be traumatic continuously.
2: Yeah, our thoughts control it all. Our thoughts really do control it all. Sorry, I'm I'm applying it to a, a situation I'm currently going through and how something happened and I keep thinking about it over and over and over and, over and like, you know, it doesn't do me any good. No. It continue, like, what are you thinking about it? Like, and when I sit and think, like, why are you thinking about it? Because it's currently what i'm going through so because it's currently in my cipher i'm thinking about it but why do i need to think about it is the better question
1: because the the way and it's interesting you mentioned that because on a um i think it was the doctor show or a ted talk that i looked at on youtube they talked about how you relive it or you keep thinking about a situation you're just going to keep reliving it yeah so we have to figure out a way to um accept it And then move on from it in order to fully, like, let it go so it doesn't haunt you in the past or keep coming up.
2: But the part that I question is, like, what if you're living with a person or you work with a person who caused Mm -hmm. that trauma and you're constantly seeing
0: them, how do you get past that? But you can still, but I think that we can still change our thoughts to change that whole situation, though, too. Mm -hmm. So we would have to think about that. Situation in a different way, maybe, mm-hmm. to to change the outcome of that situation so it doesn't happen the same anymore.
1: It's true. You can have work PTSD. Yeah, um, it's not diagnosed. It's not in the book, but you can have it. And different. What what differs is culturally. Mm-hmm. So culturally, say your counterpart of non color may have um, n- may have an issue with their coworker, right? But they're they're able to. And not saying we're not, but. Immediately, they're able to kind of like see a big picture and know like, okay, I'm not going to get into it with this particular person at work. They'll have an understanding where let's get this work done. But sometimes culturally, if you have a disagreement with someone, it's kind of hard to work with them without expressing like how you feel about mm-hmm. what, what what transpired. Mm-hmm. But with growth, you can definitely find a even ground where you're able to work with the person. Because I've worked with people that I quite wasn't, um, friendly with because I didn't appreciate their work ethic. Mm-hmm. They're di- way different than what I was and they put more work on me. So when I got to work, I was like, ah, "Right, I'm going to have to do his work today. You right. know what I mean? But I also wanted to ask because there's other ways beyond using medication to kind of cope with PTSD. And I know Metaphysics could definitely help with that, right?
2: It sure can. So,
1: until we're all equally balanced, you can catch me next week on The Pause. The Pause. The Pause. The Pause. The Pause. And now, Metaphysics with Mercy.
2: So, this week, um some of the things you can do for trauma. We're going to talk about three specific things. We're going to talk about meditation, we're going to talk about essential oils, and we're going to talk about crystals. Okay, so first we're gonna start with meditation. That's like one of my favorite topics. I'm sure you guys caught my meditation last week. I want some feedback. It was
1: great. Did you guys like it? It was really good. Did you do it? I did it. I I think I called, I texted you, you I called you, You and I told you 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 I replaced my affirmations with yours. And I did it in the shower, and I was like, this is what I needed.
2: Okay, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. More to come on those. But let's talk about meditation. So, do you guys know where meditation came from?
1: India?
2: Yes. Yay. Very good. So the Vedic times of India. And the Vedic times are a period it was in the late Bronze Age um, from 1500 BCE to 1500 to 1100 BCE. So that's before Christ existed. Okay. okay? And um, in the Vedas, which is a religious text of the Hindus um, they talk about meditation. And the true purpose of meditation is to connect oneself to your deep inner self. Okay, so we have three different selves, if you will. We have our outer self that you're looking at. We have our inner self, which is our thoughts. And then we have our deep inner self, which is the God within.
4: Okay.
2: Um, The God within is what actuates our body. What, where it tells us what to do, which way to go, how to live our lives. But a lot of times we don't tap into that because we are reactionary type people. Yes.
1: Marcy, is the God within, would that let you know your purpose in life?
2: If you sit and get quiet, yes. Okay. Absolutely. In fact, I'm reading a book right now by Eckhart Tolle called The New Life. A New Earth. A New Earth, earth, excuse me. A New Earth. (laughs) And it talks about what your
0: purpose is.
1: Yeah, because have you guys been asked that question? Like, what's your purpose in life?
0: No, nobody's ever asked me. No, I have.
1: Um, I have too and um someone told me it was dance, like you're not doing what you're you were brought here to do. Mm-hmm. And it made me think of like how could you really hone in on, you know, finding out what your purpose is? But
2: get quiet with self and ask. Like every day, ask what is my purpose and really sit down, get quiet and listen. A lot of times we get our communication, but we may not agree with it. Okay. I the communication I got when I did that was children. Okay. I love me some babies. I love them. I love them. I love them. When when they start getting to middle school and all that, you can have them. (laughs) But from babies till about 11, 12 years old, I love them because their minds are like sponges. And they take right to me. And when I saw how children took to me, that's actually when I sat down and said, okay, what's my purpose here? Like, why do I love children so much? Including my own, outside of my own, anybody else's. Like, they're being bad, they're being good, Whatever. I just love children. And that was the answer I got. So that's when I started doing the stuff that I'm doing right now with children, which is helping them with their traumatic issues. Um, I, I specialize in children that have gone through things, traumatic, like what we're talking mm-hmm. about, um, and actually just talking to them. And how this came about was, I was sitting in a restaurant with a friend. I, I'm try- kind of going left, but you kind of opened the door, so I want to walk through it. Okay. Um, I was sitting in a rest, BJ's, by work. <laughs> And there was this child there, and he was just not, he just wasn't having it. (laughs) And so I had my jewelry on, and he kept looking at me. And he kept turning around, and he kept looking at me. And so I was waving at him, waving at him. So then he got out of the booth, came over to the table, and was like, hi. And I was like, hi. And he's like, my name is Jonathan. And the whole family turned around like, and I'm thinking, like, oh, God, are they going to be mad? Like, I, I, on, I honestly thought it was because I was black. Like, they don't want him mm-hmm. talking because that's just what I thought. And I was like, hi, Jonathan. My name is Marcy. How are you? And he was like, I like your jewelry. And so I took off my bracelet. I said, you can have it. And uh. he was like, I can. And I said, yeah. And then he goes, did you, where did you get this? And I'm telling him, oh, I made it. And, blah, and we're just talking. The family, it was the mom, dad, and three sisters. They literally were looking at me like this. So then he was like, thank you, thank you. Mommy, can I go to the bathroom? So one of the girls took him to the bathroom, and um, the dad was like, who are you? And I was like, I'm sorry? <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, who, who are you? And I was like, I mean, my name is Mar." And my friend was with me, too, like, just staring. And I was like, I'm Marcy. And he was like, no, but who are you? Like, what do you do? And, he, and then the mom's like, let me explain. He doesn't talk at all to anybody. We've had problems with him at school. He doesn't say anything. He just sits there. We had to take him out of school. I'm now homeschooling him. And this has been for like four or five years. So for him to just walk up to you. And just have a conversation. And just have a conversation there's something wow. that you have. In that moment, I was like, okay, I got to see what this is mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I have is. So
1: mm-hmm. kids can see auras too? Oh, oh even God. more than yes. we can. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. Okay. They're the closest to God. Okay. Yes. Because when you are a you know a spirit and you come into this form you came from the creator so now that you're here as a child you don't start learning bad behaviors until you get older and start learning bad behaviors and then you start picking up with your friend next to you at school sits or your co-worker or whatever Or if you have parents who may not have been the best or didn't know what to teach you they're going to teach you the wrong thing so you're going to pick it up that way but yeah, and he's still a client of mine right now today. Wow. He's back in school, he's doing great. So that was 2016, and he was like seven at the time, because he's, he's 11, he'll be 12 in a couple weeks. Okay. And he's still one of my clients, and I love him to death. Hi, Jonathan, I know you're listening. <laughs> Hi, So, back to what I was saying about meditation. So, meditation is going to take our mind from the outer realm of the objective world and we're going to go inward. And we're going to really look at ourselves. So, you got to get real with yourself, though, when it comes to meditation because otherwise, what are we doing it for? You guys have meditated before. When you meditate, what do you do?
1: Um, I try to um, either play music or do a guided meditation. But I really try to kind of, like, shut my thoughts out and mm-hmm. just focus on the music and where I'm going in that journey.
0: Okay. So you're a mindful meditation yes. type person. Trace, what kind of meditation do you do? It's different. It's, sometimes it's different, but most of the time I'm listening to music mm-hmm. and I'm just I'm breathing and I'm being quiet and then there's other times I'm listening to music and I'm, mantras, I'm doing mantras mm-hmm. in, my, in my head. So. Have you meditated before, Ray?
3: Oh, I like to do... Um, mindful meditation music my eyes close and just
2: relax okay mindful meditation is the most common type of meditation i do a mindful meditation as well but i also do a manifestation meditation meditation as well meaning like if you can focus on something if you can see it you can achieve it mm-hmm. so if you focus on um I want a new job, let's just say, and you every day focus on and see yourself doing whatever that job is that you want, watch what happens. I have been putting that in the ethers like, you know, I wanna do something different. I wanna stay in the department I'm in, but I don't know if that's gonna happen. And it's so funny because I had a recruiter reach out to me at work two days ago that was like, hey, so we got this and we wanna know. And I was just like, oh wow. I don't think I'm gonna take the opportunity cause it's not something that I really wanna do, but it's been in my cipher, so it works. So let's talk about how meditation can reduce stress, okay? So traumatic incidents cause high blood pressure, and it's the constricting of blood cells. The the traumatic incident, when you think about it, makes your blood stra- cells... You get tense. Con- yes, you get tense. And sometimes those thoughts can lead to harmful addictions, such as alcohol, drug abuse, food... I, I'm going to go with the food. I'm food. Food, (laughs) food. So calming the mind during meditation and focusing your attention on just simply breathing, like what you guys are talking about doing in your meditations, and being in a relaxed state helps to reduce the feelings of stress. So a study that was conducted at Stanford University in 2019 found that deep, controlled breathing allows the body to produce increased levels of nitric oxide. That's a compound that helps open up constricted blood vessels. So think about when you're having a panic attack or you're upset about something and somebody goes, okay, take a moment and breathe. What you're actually doing is taking your blood vessels from being tense like this and you're opening them back up so that your blood is flowing. So when your blood vessels are like this, your pressure's gonna rise. The other day at work, all of us. I, I mean, as soon as they told us, like, no lie, no lie. As soon as they told us what the expectation was, we had a meeting with our supervisor and she said what we were supposed to do. Um, well, somebody on our team was like, okay, I can't do this. Don't I am me anymore. I'm out, left the conversation. Tracy's like, my blood pressure is going up. And I'm like, <laughs> mine <you?" laughs> like, too. Immediately, because what they were asking of us was, it just seemed unrealistic.
1: And you, and the, just to put it out there, you deal with a lot of deadlines, so yes. it's a lot of compliance things that goes along with it. So to have that pressure on, uh. the added stuff that you had, I can only imagine. Right. Which is why everybody has something at their desk to, yeah, to smell and like help them get back yes. to normal.
2: Yes. Yes. So even so, I I did. I had to take a moment in that because I was freaking out myself, and I. I've, I'm going to go out on the record and say I feel like I do a pretty good job yeah. at my job. So I'm confident with it. But the other day, <laughs> I was Baby. not. I was like, okay, yeah. I was like,
0: okay, how are we going to do this? So I did. I had to. She had to tell me to breathe because I was like, I was like freaking out. I was like, yeah. I don't know how we're going to do this. Yeah. Like, I could tell because she's not normally like that. Mm-hmm. So for her
2: to be like that, I knew it was bad. And it was bad. For all of us, I
1: noticed, and back to breathing, we all like have this way of living that we know how to take breaths without actually breathing, like in. Mm-hmm. And the other day, I was a little overwhelmed with what's going on with me currently, and I was like, you know what? It was in the kitchen. I was like, Devin, breathe. And I'm like. Take a deep breath in and then release it. I'm like, okay. I'm like, dang, I don't normally do that. On Mm -hmm. a daily basis, I can count on my hand how many times per day I actually take a deep Deep breath breath in. Mm -hmm. And then literally be zero.
2: Yeah, but we need to do that more. And we, just living and walking this earth, breathe so shallow. That's That's it, shallow We're not... I mean, yeah, it's keeping us alive, breathing shallow, but to get the benefits of the nitric oxide, take a deep breath in through your nose and fill, I, I like to say, fill your stomach up with air and then release it through your mouth. And the reason why you do it like that, in through the nose, out through the mouth, is it's a cycle, it's a circle, because you're coming in right here and you're coming out right there. Oh. So while you're pulling it in, it's going like this, and then when you're coming out, it's going like that. Oh, I through didn't here, know. Okay. it's a cycle. So something else that we can use are essential oils. So when essential oils are incorporated into meditation specifically and also in your home area – it can focus the mind and it eliminates and reduces negative energy and it encourages insightful and elevating feelings of positivity. So there's certain scents. Devin, I know you've been on the um, essential oil train <laughs> lately. What do you use?
1: Um, so I actually got three um, scents, and I have the frankincense. Mm-hmm. I have the, um, oh my gosh, why am I going blank? Lotus. Yeah, I have the blue lotus, Mm -hmm. and I have the, gosh, what's the other one? The
0: um, Egyptian mustard. Yes, thank you.
1: Sorry, guys. Um, I actually went to the beach, and I um, spoke to someone, and they kind of like knew I was on a journey and was um, looking for different crystals and oils that can assist me with that, and Mm -hmm. he gave me those three um, essential oils, and he told me where to actually pit them you know mm-hmm. you're working on all of your chakras at one particular time and you know you put them on your um power powerpoint pulse points pulse, pulse points mm-hmm. not powerpoints that's work <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: what about you greg are you familiar with essential oils oh yes how do you use them
3: usually when i come home from a long day at work i would just use them in my oil burner but oh, okay. now, um, I just got this um, diffuser thing. I'm just finding out about diffusers. Wait till you open
2: your <laughs> <laughs> Oh Yes. <laughs> yes.
3: So, I'm loving the diffuser. I'm loving the diffuser now. So, it's like everything is like, it permeates like every scent. It was like, this is so much better than burning oils. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. be, I was an oil burner for a long time. Me too. Yeah.
0: Me too. What about you, Trace? Um... I don't actually usually I'm, I'm lighting my um, salt lamp candle hold no candle mm-hmm. holders that's what I do when I meditate I, I see get because I have three salt lamps in my bedroom but then I have one two three four candle holders okay. so I light them do what I got to do before I go to bed then I come and you know do the meditation and all that kind of stuff because it, it lightens the room even more so I hardly ever use any scents Or oils when I'm when I'm meditating. Mm -hmm. It's mainly like
2: just light, like a vibe. Mm -hmm. Basically, you create Mm -hmm. a vibe in your space, which Mm -hmm. is good, too. But I'm going to give you guys a few recommended oils. So Devin said frankincense. Absolutely. One hundred. It cleanses the spirit and promotes a sense of enlightenment and it boosts faith in self, strengthens awareness and connection to higher spiritual self and consciousness. So when you're meditating, that's where you want to be. You want to be on a high consciousness, like whatever's going on in your physical world, it's out there. We are right here within. I'm trying to get to that God within, and I'm trying to hear what I need to do. So also, myrrh. Frankincense and myrrh. The tooth, were they um, raw? Okay, let me not quote anything.
0: Well, in, you know, I do have the, I have the frankincense and myrrh oil together. Okay, do you, mm-hmm. so do you wear that? Sometimes I do. I haven't worn it in a while, okay. but I do wear it. So mm-hmm. I have frankincense
2: and myrrh, is, um like the the ones that I burn. Oh, like the rocks and the, the, rocks, the resin. The resin, thank you. I don't too much care for the myrrh, personally, but it says that myrrh cleanses the body And it reduces stress, promotes mental focus, supports spiritual opening, and encourages feelings of rest and tranquility. My parents love it. I introduced them to the resin, and they can't get enough of Mm. it. Shout out mom and dad. Hey, mom and dad. Sandalwood. Sandalwood helps to mend emotional and spiritual wounds. It inspires emotional openness and promotes ability to trust, supports feeling of being grounded, cleanses the mind of negative thoughts. So again, as Greg said, you could use it in a diffuser. As Devin said, you can put it on yourself. But if you put it on yourself, make sure you dilute it because a lot of these essential oils are very, very powerful and they could burn you. Um, and you want also want to make sure that it's pharmaceutical grade because sometimes they're not pharmaceutical grade, so they're cut with other stuff. And it's that other stuff that'll burn you. Okay. Yeah. Then we got neroli oil. Neroli oil promotes self-acceptance, self-love, courage, and personal responsibility. It stimulates determination to practice spirituality regularly. And it strengthens mental clarity, mindfulness, as well as a sense of content and serenity. Then we have vetiver, which I am not familiar with. But it helps the wandering mind to concentrate during mindfulness practices and it has a soothing and calming effect on the body. We have Palo Santo. Now I've never had Palo Santo oil. I've I only ever had there. the actual Palaisanto. Me stick. too. Me too. And that yeah. I just but I imagine you could probably take oil from that, right? I'm sure. Yeah, I mean it's, wood. it's here. Yeah, it's a, a wood. It out. Yeah, so Palo Santo promotes feelings of being grounded and calm and eliminates negative thoughts and sentiments and it expels negative energy from a meditative space. So the way I use Palo Santo is in that way. expels negative energy from a meditative space. My home is a meditative space. My home is a crystal shrine. That's what I like to call it. So it the feels same, light in here. Thank you. I'm trying to get it that way. Yeah. No, it
1: does feel light. Like it does. Every time.
2: I'm trying to get it that way. I, I want it. I want... Because, you know, the outside world can be so mean. And especially with everything that is going on in the world right now, you know politics and work and COVID and um, unemployment and all these things that everybody's dealing with, there is an energy on this earth that is so heavy and we're absorbing it every time we walk out of these walls. So when I come home, I want to be able to feel at peace and calm and a sense of, you know, Marcy, not this craziness that I've been doing the last few weeks, you know, from picking up extra energies um so yeah i use palo santo like i do sage and i just light the end of it and just go my right. room hit the. we were talking about this earlier with the sage same thing with the palo santo hit those corners get those corners because energy will move towards the out outwardly and it'll settle in the corners so whenever you're smudging you want to make sure you get in the corners
1: and open those windows yes you don't want to keep the bad energy in you right wanna let them go
2: let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Okay. <laughs> then we have Atlas Cedarwood or Cedarwood oil, which is encourages turning inward to focus on the higher self, specifically when attention is divided. Meaning like if you are have a decision you need to make and you're not sure which way you want to go. This is an oil you want to burn or put on you or something like that. Okay, lavender. Everybody knows about lavender. I love, lavender. love lavender. Um, Promotes the sense of relaxation, emotional stability, and mental clarity. Inspires restful and quality sleep, which is so true. Tracy actually turned me on to something that I do, spraying my pillows. Mm-hmm. Tracy has the best bed. I've never been in it, but I've it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been telling her this for years. But she's like me, where if I'm going to be... Be in this bed, I want to be comfortable. Okay. I wanted to be comfortable. So she has been putting stuff on me like spray my spray your sheets, spray your pillow. And I got this Bath and Body Works spray. That's lavender. <laughs> Go on and
1: drop the sponsorship. Okay, y'all.
2: Come on, hook us up, Bath and Body Works. <laughs> so yeah, just putting that on your pillows and your space, and it also um inspires focus and enhances sense of enlightenment. Lavender is so good. Um in fact I think my mom puts it right above her lip just so Mm -hmm. she can smell it just lightly not heavy just lightly then we have ylang ylang (laughs) (laughs) my favorite favorite. (laughs) (laughs) which exhibits exceptional calming and relaxing properties it promotes promotes the release of negative sentiments such as stress sadness anger frustration and it just basically uplifts the mood and then lastly, sage, we just talked about that, yeah. cleanses the body, mind, and indoor spiritual spaces of negative energies, replenishes waning energy, stimulates, clarifies, and grounds the mind and spirit. And then last, so any questions about the oils, you guys?
1: I do, actually. So say if you're completely new to meditation and you are experiencing, or you experienced a traumatic event, what oil should we start off with? What would be like one good one to kind of I- like work with everything you know i, I mean? would say
2: lavender yeah because lavender yeah. is good for everything and and it's the most available one some some of these like ylang ylang you're not gonna walk into walmart and find <laughs> ylang ylang you're gonna have to go to an actual spiritual store or somewhere online and get it um but lavender's everywhere
0: remember when we went to that bookstore what was it called um in what city the Lost, Bodhi tree? Yes, the Bodhi tree. Mm-hmm. They had lavender all, like, outside. And mm-hmm. I remember we went there, and you parked right by the... And all I was doing was just...
2: <sighs> smelling smelling the and lavender. And like, going like
0: this to the leaves, like, mm-hmm. you know, pressing the leaves. and Because it smelled so, so good. good. So, yeah, my suggestion would be lavender
2: because it's the most prevalent... Mm-hmm. Of all the oils, I would start with lavender, lavender, and sandalwood too. Sand sandalwood is prevalent, and it's also very calming, very calming. Tracy makes this oil; we call it Ambuli. We wear it on our bodies, but it's a mixture of amber and patchouli. And wow, it's called Ambuli. Well, that. <laughs> I'm done. Ambouli. We took the word amber Nobody and patchouli and mixed them together. So I'm
1: like, oh, well, that when the funk hit the fans.
2: <laughs> no. Half amber, half patchouli. A M B O U L I. Ambouli.
1: Going to make me some.
2: Yeah, it's, oh, it's um, really good. It's really good. She
1: Wait, made- is that the one that when you guys get in the elevator, it's like, wait, who was just in here? Yes. You guys, and coworkers, if you're listening, you will agree. When they leave that elevator, mm-hmm. that smell stays yes. in that elevator. Yes, You're does. like, what floor are they on? Yeah.
2: And Tracy made it years ago for me. And I was like, what is this? And she was like, oh, I just mixed amber and patchouli. And I was like, ambuli. It's, <laughs> 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 I had that ever since. Yeah.
1: Now so, available on 2LG, the website.
2: Right. Hello. <laughs> um, and then lastly, crystals. Yay. Crystals. Yes. So do you guys know how crystals actually work in healing?
1: Um, only from some of the stories that you both have shared mm-hmm. and nothing like from my own personal experience. Okay. Like I remember you were telling me you used the um, one particular crystal to help a blockage in someone's um, stomach area. It was area. Um,
0: selenite. Selenite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you have the selenite? <laughs> <laughs> he did a body roll. Yeah.
3: Felt that. One. I did too. <laughs>
2: each crystal has a particular vibration and frequency okay just like we do and it comes from their molecular composition so these crystals are inherent to the earth so because they're inherent to the earth they're gonna uplift our mood they're gonna make help our mind help our health and they interact with us in the same way that they did in the earth so the same way that they vibrated in the earth the same way that the moon sun and the stars heals us Crystals heal us because they all come from the the earth, from the creator. Like no, nobody has put their hand in this other than the creator. That's it. So the minerals that this particular crystal possesses is very healing. Mm -hmm. And since they're all naturally, naturally extracted, they harness those said energies as well. And what I mean by naturally extracted, I mean we, we went on a crystal dig and actually, that's where I got that from, a crystal dig, digging that out of the earth and picking it. And, like, we paid, I think it was, like, $75. And they said, whatever you find is yours. And so we went to this place, and it was in the, um, called Pala, Cal- California, near um, – it's in Southern California near San Diego. Mm-hmm. And had the best time. But I'm sorry. I'm going left. No, that was right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was talking about because I was looking at this crystal, one. And that's a That's yeah. real. So crystals vibrate at the same pitch as humans, and then it maximizes their healing abilities that we already have. So we're all healers within ourselves. The crystals just help us tap into that a little more. I'm looking at Tracy's Larimar that she has around her neck right now. Larimar's typically found in the ocean, right? Mm-hmm. Or in... Uh, is, in uh,
0: was yeah. It, no, no, no.
2: Dominican Do, Republic. Okay. Dominican. Wherever the ocean is, it, it comes from. That stone right there is beautiful, and it is the color of like cri- you know the clear water where you can see your feet in yeah. the water. It's that color, and it's expensive. And Tracy has a whole bunch of it. <laughs> is that the same one that? Okay.
1: Mm-hmm,
2: so,
0: and that's funny because I got it
2: from Punta Cana. Yeah, yeah, yeah Dominican. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Do you CMI have? Accent. I heard that. Okay. <laughs> Come on, Dr. Come on. <laughs> so, because each crystal carries its own properties and powers, um, you can actually heal yourself and remove stress and negativity from the, like the traumatic experiences just by holding it in your hand i like to put mine in my bra put it in a pocket or you know like just like i said hold it in your hand jewelry bracelets because we're vibrating we're a frequency this is vibrating this is a frequency it's all interacting with your body mm-hmm. and its molecular structure that's the metaphysics part of crystals so what are some good crystals that you could use to help treat trauma amethyst first and foremost amethyst because of the minerals that are made Uh, so let me say this, each crystal has certain minerals and I don't want to get into the this and the that of what they're made of but each crystal has minerals that we also possess within our system okay, so like for example um, if you are having a headache the same minerals that are causing this headache is in amethyst, that will take that away, and that's on a molecular structure so for trauma, the same chemicals that cause trauma is an amethyst, um, garnet, quartz, black tourmaline, selenite, citrine, sodalite, lapis, lazuli, and tiger eye. Any of those stones are going to interact with your body and any trauma that you're going through is gonna help calm it and, and make it dissipate. Obviously, if you your your thoughts control everything, as we said. So as long as you're thinking about it, you're gonna keep you're gonna bring it back. So don't do yourself a disservice by okay. I'm consciously. I mean, I can't walk around with that, but okay. you know what I'm saying. Consciously walking around with the crystal. Okay, I, I need this to go away. I need this to go away. Only to. Ten minutes later, start thinking about it again. You really have to let it go and let the power of the crystal absorb it, which is why it's so important that you also clean your crystals either in sunlight, but even better in moonlight. You can also clean them in salt water, um, preferably Himalayan salt, not the that table salt that. Is the lady that? No, no not, her, not her. Not her. <laughs> not her. <laughs> We're not using her. We're using <laughs> <laughs> Himalayan salt, which is pure and which. Um, Himalayan salt has 101 minerals that are in our system already which is why you want to use that to cleanse
1: on a previous episode you did tell us that there's one particular crystal you have to be careful with because it could dissolve Selenite.
0: yeah it, it will if you it will dissolve in time it's not gonna uh, do it right away okay. but yeah if you, you you don't put that in water because okay. it'll yeah it will dissolve mm-hmm. okay. yeah so do you guys have
2: any questions about crystals? Oh, I, I do want to say that, I think I did say, though, you can wear it as far as jewelry. and Okay, yeah, I said that.
1: What's interesting is amethyst is like an indigo-ish color, right?
2: Uh-huh. Purple, right, like yeah. that.
1: So then it makes sense as to why it would help. A headache. At, around your um, crown chakra and your third eye. Mm-hmm. So it's helping clear, clear that out. Now, should you be thinking about, the, I, I mean, it's, I know you shouldn't, but should you think about the traumatic experience while you're meditating or just know why you're meditating? For
2: me, I set the intention. I say when I sit down, I'll say I want to rid myself of thoughts about X, Y, and Z. Yep. And I let it go because that's what you have to do when you meditate. You have to consciously be in your center, Mm -hmm. meaning inward and You are there for a purpose, which is to calm yourself, to to bring peace to you. So thinking about that constantly is not going to do those things for you. So say it and release it. And Do that, you
1: know, like, typically how long you should meditate?
2: Whatever's comfortable for you. Five minutes helps.
1: Okay.
2: I tr- I've i been doing it twice a day now for, like, 30 minutes. I was up to an hour, but my, my thoughts started getting all over the place, and it wasn't doing me any good. I'm now sitting down again for, like, 30 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes at night before I go to bed because it helps me go to sleep. Um, but whatever you feel comfortable, it could be five minutes or an hour. You're going to get the same benefit.
1: Because yeah, I know being new to meditation, and thankfully, I met you when I met you both, actually, because that kind of at least opened my eyes to the power of meditation and the power of crystals. Because when if you guys remember, when I first met you guys, you know, we were in office at that time. Mm-hmm. You guys had crystals like all mm-hmm. over your desk. And it's like, yeah. you know, wow. You know, they're right. all into it. And what's <laughs> so me learn something. funny about
2: that you said that, is, when me and Tracy first started at our place of employment, we had salt lamps, right? And I think that inspired a bunch of people on our floor. floor. Literally, I started—I never saw anybody in front before her and I, and then I started seeing everybody, which I think is great, because it's healing. Salt lamps are healing, I mean, you see my space, I have them everywhere, so yeah. So do you guys have any questions about anything I discussed today?
0: Hmm. (laughs) no i was just gonna say meditating like holding crystals is always good too um I think also like I think when you mentioned pain and relieving pain I remember introducing my mom to selenite and I gave it you know I handed her the selenite because she was you know she has back pain because she has a crooked spine and um she she held the selenite in her hand I said don't because she was trying to feel something and I go Mm -hmm. don't do that just relax and let's talk and you know whatever time went on the day we were just chatting. I was like, okay, I'm going to go, you know, whatever. So I was like, you, I want my, 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 mine, <laughs> mine. <My, my, my. laughs> and so she said for three days, three, like three to four days after that, she goes, she had no pain. Wow. And so I went and got her a selenite, you know, after mm-hmm. that, because she, 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 but see, the thing about it was when I told her to relax and don't try to feel for something, mm-hmm. don't try to look for something is what I, my, my point happen. is just let it happen. Yes.
1: And yes. I'm going to say i I believe you let me use yours one day at work. I was holding on to that baby, like, <laughs> tight. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to break it. And I don't, you know, when you hold on oh, to something too tight. Oh, I do remember. Tight, you were hand, at my desk. Yeah, your yeah. hands get, you know, a little mm-hmm. sweaty. And I'm like, okay, let me, like, loosen up and mm-hmm. not pit so much. but fo- I... If I was powerful enough, I probably could have crushed it. <laughs> I was really holding on, you know, trying to get it, and you, like you said, you just kind of just have to pit it on. Can you make jewelry out of selenite?
2: You can, you can. But you know what? Um, selenite beads are hard to come by, okay. um, and I imagine they might be a little on the pricey end. But I, you can make jewelry out of any crystal, okay. any crystal, yeah. Perfect. Well, I, pre- I appreciate you guys' energy and I want to say peace and love. Woop, woop. Woop, woop. What's on your radar? What's on my radar? What's on your radar? What's on my radar? What's on your radar? What's on my radar? What's on your radar? What's on, radar?
1: What's on my radar? Well, I've been listening to uh, Jasmine Sullivan's Hotels and I wanted to play just a quick little song for you. It's called Girl Like Me featuring her.
2: I made a So the entire album
1: is about relationships. Have you guys listened to it? Yes. It's? It's pretty deep, I yes. would say it's pretty deep. um I would say definitely take a listen. it's an eP it's not an album. she wanted to make that very clear that this mm-hmm. is an album, but there's a lot of great interludes and a lot of great features on it, but I'd say definitely take a listen. it's definitely about relationships, and if you open up, you can definitely feel the pain that she's talking about or oh, yes. the experience
2: really good, yeah. really good from front to back though.
1: Um, I'll say um, Lost Ones is one of my favorite I'm
2: a
0: virgin ones. to it, so I'll have to like... Wow. just When you're at home, <laughs> just put it on yeah. and listen. It's really good. Really, yeah.
4: Really
0: good. What's on my radar? What's on your radar? I'm continuing on with like, what I was talking about last week in regards to money and everything, saving money and stuff. So what I want to put out there this time <laughs> <laughs> is a no-spend challenge. No spend. No, no spend challenge for February because January I spent. Okay. <laughs> 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 so and basically what it is, is like if you do it just for one month, like basically you don't spend any money that on once you only spend it on the things that you need, like necessities, mm-hmm. and essential items. Okay. So that means like paying bills, groceries and stuff like that. Okay, mm-hmm. so if you guys want to join me on the challenge, you can. I am going to do it in February, but if you want to join me, you, you know, yeah, that means you can't buy this and you can't buy that. You know, I have a question.
4: I'm like, wait, can I do February. No. <laughs> I mean, certain things don't are
2: in season. I don't know. Scotch and soda having <laughs> sales over there?
1: Okay. Oh, baby. I cannot. I
2: That's a necessity.
1: Hello,
0: Okay, so. Now, that's, that's a necessity. If that's a necessity for that's you
2: guys, then you yes. do that. It, it
3: aids Just in meditation.
2: Like, yes. yes. It does. Yes.
3: It yes. aids. To my it inner helps. Help. Yes. Oh, it helps. It does help. You are inside yourself. Okay, I,
2: I will join you on that. So, you're talking about, like, Bath and body works. Like, stuff you don't really need. Yeah, you just, things you okay. don't need
0: at all. It's like... And then it's like... So, basically, you're going to try to spend as least... Like, as least as possible, but nothing that you want. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like... Because this one girl, she she was talking about supplements, not... Because I do supplements. hmm You know, but then she couldn't do the supplements. She mentioned that she didn't do the supplements because she's vegan. Mm-hmm. So, she had to buy, you know, mm-hmm. certain supplements and stuff like that. But I, that's part of my you know, like vitamins and stuff that I take and stuff like that. It's a supplement. So uh-huh. I that's that's not something I'm gonna stop doing.
2: Right. right. But
0: you yeah, so February is the is the month of no spin challenge and I already put Started with my $5, you know, doubling mm-hmm. the 26 week challenge. So I put oh. my $5 in my envelope. You know what? I did not do that. And I said <laughs> I was going to join you tonight. I?
1: I did as well. So okay. I'll, I have the envelope, so I'll, I'll label them so I can start putting
0: them. Yeah, I label mine there. 1 through 26. Okay. And then what I'm, I'm going to put another label on them saying, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Like how much supposed to put in. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'll remember to put that much in at that time. So okay. that's what's on my radar. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. So, Greg, what's on your radar? So this is the portion of our show where we talk about what we're currently into, what regardless of what it is.
3: Okay. Um, like, um, uh, I'm into saving money. Okay.
2: okay. Yes.
3: I'm, I'm trying to save more because I have a tendency, if. So I'm sorry, if I have some extra money it burns a hole in my pocket.
4: Oh, yes. <laughs>
3: Yes, I was like, I got to get this. I said, scotch and soda.
4: To find work. I'm coming. I'm coming.
3: <laughs> so I was like, I got to control that. I got to yeah. control that impulse to yeah. take out those sales. So I want to do this no-spend challenge. Okay. Thing. I'm going to try and test okay. my um, resolve. For February. Yes, I'm okay. going to try and test my resolve. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, so you got three short, okay. a short it's, it's a short oh, it is month. Is a short month yeah. Yes.
2: Is it 27 or 28 days it's this 28. year? 28. It's 28. 28 days, yeah. Okay. okay. That was cool. And then for me, what's on my radar uh, right now is really getting back into self-care. And, like, I have put so many others in front of me and my self-care and what I need because I'm worried about them and what they need that I've neglected myself. And I am really – and I, I really started focusing on that um, – maybe like a week or so ago but I really started practicing it this last week where I was doing my meditations twice a day because I was only doing it once a day and then sometimes I'd come out of it like I'm hungry I'm gonna go eat you know what I'm saying instead of actually sitting down my whole 30 minutes so that's what's on my radar really practicing self-care as far as my meditations watching things that are not harmful to me and my aura Um, not speaking things that are harmful to others, um, and not listening to things that are harmful to me or look, you know, just doing things you shouldn't be doing that are going to be harmful. That's really what's on my radar and trying to be a better me. So, yeah. Can I, can I
0: ask something, excuse me really quickly. So since you are going to join us on the no spend challenge, would you mind coming back at the end of the challenge? Yes. To talk about how your experience went with the no Spin challenge. Oh yes! Oh wow! Okay, yes. so yeah, let like me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious then. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah, we gotta do a recap on the show. Okay.
0: And this yeah. coming
1: up, we got what two weeks into February,
0: right? Yeah, I two think weeks?
2: so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, yeah. we're on the the when the show airs. What day will it be? Like the the
0: twentieth. Twentieth. Okay.
2: Wow. All right. Right around the corner. How did we get to the twentieth so soon? It's, it feels Time, like it always goes by fast. Time it keeps on slipping, 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 slipping into the future. Sign us up, y'all. We do weddings, bar
1: mitzvahs. Bar mitzvahs. <laughs> <laughs> why do we Keep always do bar it. mitzvahs? <laughs> <seen> <laughs> yes. Yes. We're inclusive. That's right. why. And we also do debutante bars. Right. We see you oh, We,
2: see y'all. we <laughs> don't right. discriminate. That's but so we funny. want to
1: thank you guys again for always joining us. We appreciate every last comment, every share that we've seen because we've been seeing a lot of yes, shares on we the have. show so Same. I thank really you. appreciate that thank yeah. you um, like always if you have any questions for any of our segments Love Vibration Metaphysics with Marcy or the pause, you can email <laughs> us at 2LG the at gmail.com
2: Thank you for listening. And thank Peace. you Greg again for uh, being one of thank our special you for, guests. Yes, thank yes you Greg, thank his. you for yeah. coming. Well,
3: thank you for having me. I really enjoyed myself.
2: I'm I'm very glad. Glad. We
1: enjoyed you. I'm yes,
2: very we glad did. I you
3: enjoyed yourself in the stew
1: today.
2: <laughs> Peace you guys. Peace. Peace. Bye.